0: This is Financial Detox, helping you retire with confidence, featuring Jason Labrum, certified financial planner and founder of IDA Wealth, intelligence-driven advisors. For over 20 years, Jason has shown people how to steer clear of toxic advice, achieve financial peace of mind, and manage their wealth for maximum impact. Join Jason and co-host Alex Klingensmith as they simplify the complex, share industry secrets, and provide proven strategies designed. To take you from financial insecurity to financial independence. This is Financial Detox.
1: Hello and welcome to Financial Detox. This is Jason Labrum, and I'm your host in studio with Alex Klingensmith. And we are the Financial Detox team at intelligence driven advisors.
2: Looking forward to a great show today. How you doing, Alex? I'm good. I can't believe it's already September. What it's Thursday, it's September. It's the year's over. What the heck? The is year's going no, not quite over, but but it does it is the last part of the year already,
1: isn't it? I don't know, you know what happens, right, this time of year.
2: Um, I start twitching a little bit first for skiing. Yeah, were you going go to go to Chile
1: about it today? Yeah, the snow was not good, really. Yeah, Portillo, Chile, unbelievable place, right? Some of the best backcountry skiing in the world. It's just not that good this year. They've had a bad year.
2: Really? So it's Switch is like opposite of our seasons, maybe, in terms so of... hopefully we had it's not a predicator of what's to come next season for us. It'd be right? amazing if it was anywhere near as much as it was last that was ski fun. season for you, right? But here we are just getting into summer in San Diego. So it's like <laughs> summer just really started. Water 74. It was sunny this morning was at this sunrise. four. I ran down to the beach this morning at six thirty and went in and just to like swim Sweet. for a second. And it was it, the water. I think is up to seventy four. Oh my! I gosh. mean, it depends on who you ask at what day, but it's it's definitely happening.
1: We got to check the surf nice. report. What's going on in the surf
2: report? What you know?
1: What we should start doing as part of financial detox. There, <laughs> <surf report? laughs> we should give the
2: surf report. It's, it's about two to three. Uh, um, all right. It, there's a swell building yeah. into tomorrow evening, I believe, but not a big one. Just a little tiny ground swell. Maybe might get to shoulder high. <laughs> yeah, it looks like we're going to see three to four tomorrow. Yeah. Yesterday, to four, and it was a little bigger in after the north, north north, parts of the county. <laughs> nice, the there you go. There's the surf report for you live from Spe- Financial Detox. Speaking <laughs> of the surf report, we're talking about the case for global diversification today. How does that relate? <laughs> waves all over the world, and it's oh, good to you diversify go. your experiences. Boom.
1: <laughs> there was a nice tie-in, Alex Smith <laughs> Senior Wealth Advisor at Intelligence Driven Advisors. Okay, here we go. We're going to get serious. We're going to rock and roll, because there's something that's going on. This is is going on right now. There is nothing more timely to help you avoid financial toxicity and bad financial decisions than what we are going to talk about on this show. Hmm. The tell of two decades. And it permeates much beyond two decades. But we have a very specific, most recent example to talk to you about how you should be diversified and how serious this is. Because it can take off. It can get the most dedicated, long-term, experienced investors to be way off of their game and make huge behavioral blunders. This is a big deal. So we're glad you're here. Thanks for listening. It's Jason Labrum. Our number, if you want to get a hold of us anytime, 877-707-8889. I'll slow it down. 877-707-8889. Also, you can check us out at financialdetox.com. That's financialdetox.com. All right, so here we go, Alex. Why don't you introduce it? Bring it in. What are think, we talking about? Well,
2: it's okay. I'll I'll say what we're going to talk about, and then we're going to say, we're going to talk about this first segment, and then right. at the end, we'll say what we said. So, right, we're going to talk about the last decade. We're going to talk about the decade that followed. We're going to talk about alternatives to investing in the S and P five hundred. Which, when we talk about the last decade, it's going to be kind of specific to that particular uh, part of the global market, right? And then we're going to talk about how you should be invested for the next decade and then for the rest of your life thereafter. So let's start up with the lost decade. Let's just put some context around what it is. What what is the lost decade? Like when? When do you hear? Has anyone heard that? You know, I know you can't answer because you're listening to this. Call us and answer. Send us an email and answer. Jasonfinancialdetox.com. You you taught me this early on in my career in wealth management that this was the beginning of your experience in the industry was the lost decade.
1: Heck, that's true because I started in the business in 1998. I spent about 15 months as an orientation financial advisor are kind of learning the ropes and going through the training program at Maryland. Full-on rookie. And then in March of 2000, not a joke, not an exaggeration, literally March of 2000 was my first production month as an advisor where I was set out to grab accounts get business, that was develop March relationships,
2: 2000? March of 2000. So the lost decade started January of 2000. Correct. So you were two months in and it ended December of 2009. Right. And the point of that lost decade, right, is according to this research done by Dimensional, the average annual return was negative 0.95. So negative right. almost 1% a year, average annual return for 10 years.
1: Right. So imagine what? that like right now, everybody is very positive. Well, generally speaking, I would say most investors are bearish and negative right now. But besides that, the best performing stocks over the past decade, the most recent, not the last You're Jumping decade. ahead right now, I aren't know, you? but I'm going to come. Lay context. <laughs> you so do the, this all the time. <laughs> the best perf- or the best performing asset class has really been the S and P 500 yeah. or U S. stocks. So what we are seeing when we uh, bring on new clients and we see portfolios that are either developed by themselves or with other advisors is there's a large weighting towards these stocks. However, what you'll find is that Most of the transactions in those accounts have been recent, so they're moving towards an asset class, which has performed really well as of late. And so we're talking about the lost decade, which is not that long ago, although investors' memories and people's memories are quite short. But just from 2000 to 2009, if you owned US-only large cap equities, such as the S&P 500 or the Dow Jones, you were down a negative 9%. Excuse me,
2: a neg- yeah, a negative nine percent during that period, and annualized because we like to talk about what is the how do you define performance? Average one of our other topics, average negative one percent, negative a year. one a year. And so I like this, you know, this part of the, this beginning of the conversation. Why are we talking about this? Right, uh, it's been almost twenty years. This century, twenty first century. Like at the end of this year marks the end of twenty years, two right. decades. So we talk about time horizons right. and expectations for investing. So if the first half of this century this particular part of the market was, was negative 1% a year. Right. And this was the beginning of your career. Why did anybody keep you on as their advisor? not <laughs> yeah. it, t- it was
1: seriously tough. I think it helped build the resilience that I have and tenacity. Tena- tenacity? tenacity?
2: Tenacity, yeah.
1: But what, what's interesting is that you find is during that same period, the 2000s, when the S&P 500 delivered a negative 9% yeah. or just under 1% a year average annual return, during that same period, you had a... Uh, large cap value was up four percent. U.S. small cap was up eight percent. That's average Inter- annual too. Yes, average annual. Yes, uh, international markets uh, value stocks were up seven. International small cap value were up, was up thirteen point four, and emerging markets was up ten. So during a time when the U.S. markets were negative one percent a year, roughly speaking, on average, these other markets were up. 4, 8, 7, 13, and 10, respectively. So this is a big deal. We're talking about having a diversified portfolio, Alex, over periods of time, and how you have to be patient in order to be a successful long-term, a successful investor. It does require a long-term mentality. If you want to gamble and you want to be if you want to make short-term predictions and whatnot, that's fine. But that's just a different investment philosophy and strategy than we have. It's not that and, fine really though. Because well it's fine if, if that's what somebody wants to do and they're willing to lose their money or they're willing to underperform the markets, okay. right? Yeah. But it's qualify it's, that fine, yeah. Right. If you if you want to extract the best returns for the amount of volatility you're willing to accept and if you want to um, put the odds in your favor, then you have to follow some time tested strategies. And that's what we're talking about.
2: I want to hit on one last point before we go to the next decade, yes. this, this past nine, ten years, almost ten years. Because um, you gave some numbers there. You said that if you look at the last decade, January 2000 to December 2009, yep. the S&P 500, which is market cap weighted, right, yes. meaning that the biggest companies have the biggest portion of that index, the average annual return was negative 1% a year for that whole ten year period. Yep. Now, a very similar index, if you were to just look at the list of names of companies, would be uh, a dimensional large cap value index. It wouldn't be the same companies, but it'd be some similar ones, it'd right? Be large companies that you recognize a lot of them. Yeah, yes. that if if you look at the asset class and a from a different perspective, a factor based or, or dimensions of return based, right? Smart beta, these are fundamentally weighted things like that, right? right. We talked about before. Your returns would have been plus four percent a year average right. annual return. That's a crazy, interesting way to even look at, fine, forget the rest of the world, which you should never do, but if you were to, because maybe you love this country so much, you can't see why you'd invest internationally or in emerging markets, but if you just simply had a better way of uh, structuring the United States' companies... Right. It, you would have had a 5% a year better experience just in that one piece, right? Just
1: because of how you've designed the holdings inside of your
2: portfolio. Yeah.
1: We at Intelligence Driven Advisors and the Financial Detox team, we are not proponents of just straight indexing, generally speaking. Yeah. Um, because straight indexing has some shortfalls. We're certainly not proponents of. of active money management and trying to buy and sell the right stock at the right time or the right sector. We think that has shortfalls. But we think you can kind of take the very best things of active, the very best things of passive or index, you can blend those together, such as you get low cost, you get tax efficiency, you get low turnover, you get a lot of great things, uh, higher expected rates of returns. And you can do that while um, I think increasing the reliability of your outcomes and increasing yeah. the probability of your outcomes. So I think it is amazing that you bring up the index of the or you bring up the large cap value, which is fundamentally weighted, and but but just to think about over a ten year period, you were down nine percent total or one percent a year, versus if you were diversified, you were up sixty percent collectively, right, or you were down nine. And 60% the sixty percent,
2: right? Well, that's because that's the other outlier on the numbers that you gave earlier. Is that the best performing um, part of the market, asset class, if you will? averaged thirteen point four six percent positive average annual return during that decade was right. was. Small cap. International international, small cap.
1: Which right now I can tell you that you're probably looking at your portfolio, if you're looking at the holdings, if you're doing uh, proper portfolio analysis, you're, you're probably looking at your international and emerging market stock positions and you're saying, why do I own these? We have had many clients ask us the question, and it's a
2: very reasonable question. Because the past 10 years because, because the second half the of, twi- of, of the 20. Go ahead, sorry, you are going to give the numbers. Yeah, that's it, because the, they just haven't performed well. For example,
1: moving out of the lost decade from January of 2000 to December of 2009, and talking about the most recent decade, 2010 through now, 2019, the S&P 500 has averaged 13% a year. And That's if you awesome. look at the international small cap index, which in the previous decades was 13%, now it's only 6%. So you see this exact switch, right? You see it's not negative, switch. at least, though. <laughs> True, it's not negative. Six is still better than negative one. <laughs> it is, certainly. And you look at this outperformance of the U.S. stock, so clients are our clients, and I'm, I'm certain that you've thought this too, if you're looking at your portfolios, why would I own continue to own these asset classes that are underperforming? And especially if you're thinking about the last 10 years. yeah. And the reason why you are is because over longer periods of time, you will stack the odds dramatically in your favor by being in a diversified portfolio. So what I think is a great, summary of this is when you wrap it up and you say well let's look at that lost decade the 10 years where us did poorly international and small cap and different sections of the us market not just the s&p 500 did really well and then you also look at that second decade with it so you look at 20 years versus 10 and 10 yeah and you say well what happened during when you combine all of those decades and we can we can talk about that in a bit but before we do what else do we want to? Um, I mean, because this is a, this is a. I, I want to give our listeners, I want
2: to give you actionable items. I guess we'll do that kind of at the end. But no, you can mention it right now while you're saying it. I mean, we have a lot of people engage us by emailing jason at financialdetox.com right. or calling us. Um, at the number 877-707-8889 and you would just simply leave a voicemail or if you talk get somebody say I would like the the, the free portfolio diagnostic or free portfolio challenge we've called it um, and, and we would explain that more but but it sounds something like this just send us your recent statements yep. we'll do an analysis and we'll show you apples to apples comparison of what a what we believe to be is a better diversified portfolio, not just globally, but across the other dimensions. And then compare it to what you currently have and show you significant improvement. And if we can't, we'll give you $100. Yeah, it's a $100 portfolio challenge.
1: And I think it's a great way for you to just get a second opinion. Of course, there's no cost for that. We're doing that to try and earn your long-term business. And it's all good. But I think what, just to break it down into something that's tangible, because if you don't reach out to us, that's fine. I still want you to get something out of it. And what I want you to get out of it, we'd rather you reach out to us, by the way, though. But what I want you to get out of this is that You cannot look at a window, even as big as 10 years, you can't look at even a 10-year window and say, well, I'm going to go buy this because it's done great the last 10 years. And if you can't do it over 10, you certainly can't do it over 5, you certainly can't do it over 3 or 1-year periods. In order to be successful at investing in liquid public markets, i.e. stocks and bonds and REITs and whatnot, you have to take the long view. So if you're listening and you think, well, I'm 65 or I'm 75. I don't have the long view. I would even I would I would beg to differ, right? You do. If you're 75, you have a life expectancy of at least another 10 years or so or 8 to 10 years. And then you have to start thinking about if I'm not depleting all this money, what am I what am I doing with it? Yeah. Am I managing it maybe for future generations? Am I trying to preserve it so that somebody else can use this money? whether it's to start a business, buy a home, or pass it on to a charity, or whatever it may be. So you probably are an investor. If you're listening to the show, you probably have more than a 10-year time horizon. And even if you don't, all that means is you, you change the allocation of the portfolio to match the time horizon. So mm-hmm. we can help you do that as well. So we've, we've got some great stuff, but we're going to put together at the end of this the two decades. The lost decade where S&P 500 had a negative 1% a year on average over 10 years, negative 9% over a 10-year period, and then looking at the most recent decade, where the S&P 500, U.S. large-cap stocks, has performed at a rate of 13% a year, and we're going to ask you, where do you think your money should be today? How should you be invested today? And we'll talk about the 20-year period combined. Stay with us. We'll be right back. This is Financial Detox. All right, it's Financial Detox, and we are back. It's Jason Labrum and...
2: And Alex Smith.
1: All right, we're in studio here at the yeah. Intelligence Driven Advisors Head Global World <laughs> Headquarters
2: in Carlsbad, California. You, you, when you say global, it implies we have other offices outside of the U.S. It does? Do we have any? No. Not yet. Okay, okay we'll get there. But
1: <laughs> I, it is our global world headquarters. We do business all over the world, and this is the global okay, world headquarters. Okay, okay. <laughs> I good. do that facetiously. I hope people get my sense of humor when I do that. I there. think they think we're in London and Singapore. And <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure yet, but <laughs> no, maybe we should. Singapore would be really cool that's near, near bali in, in indo yeah right Okay, good. Surf report start. again. <laughs>
3: yeah. um, okay, the, la- the we, last
1: part of the show. <laughs> this is important. We are talking about the lost decade. We're talking about global diversification. And it is very easy right now to be full of financial toxicity and think that because the last 10 years, U.S. large cap stocks, as uh, represented by the S&P 500, is the best place to be invested because they've done the best. They have performed well. However, when you go back an extra decade and you look from 2000. 2009, you see that there was a time where U.S. large cap stocks literally had a negative 9% performance over a 10-year period. So, it doesn't always work the way it's working now. And we want to help you think bigger and think proper about global diversification. It's really important that you do have a portfolio, if you're going to own stocks, that a portfolio that has international, that has small cap, mid cap, large cap, and it has growth, and it has value. It's really important that you put all those components uh, together. And we've talked about this before, not this show, Alex, but when you look at the portfolios that we bring in, what percentage
2: of them would you say are dramatically overweighted towards U.S. equities? and, like, and large cap I don't want to use the word 100 percent, because that's maybe not true, but it's probably 95 percent.
1: So 95% of the portfolios that we see from people like you, our listeners on this radio show, 95% bring us their portfolios that they have, whether they have an advisor or not, or they do it on their own, 95% have entirely too much U.S. allocation, and they also, I would say 99%, have not enough small cap and mid cap exposure. It's yeah. almost our large cap. This is a mistake that advisors are making, this is a mistake that investors and people are making,
2: that has worked out well in their favor over the last 10 years. Well, maybe. I mean, that's an assumption. Because yeah. when, you, when, you, when you ask that question, like I can think of a current example that literally last week, the person had, was a Schwab client, but then left to go to UBS for a while, and then came back to Schwab and then was referred to us. So they their portfolio consists of all U.S. large cap companies right. at, owned individually. So there's 70 individual stocks. Right, so that statement is that's even that's even scarier than just saying, well, if they just had the S and P five hundred index fund, at least they're diversified. At least there's like five hundred right. companies in there, not yeah. ca- not weighted the correct way. But right. um, anyways, it's it's it can be really. If you're listening and it sounds like you you really should reach out to us to to see what, it, what yeah, other, if you're other not sure, like especially if you're not
1: sure. But if you do know and you know that you have almost no small cap or no mid cap, I would ask you to consider this data. So taking yeah, the cool. the lost decade where. U.S. large-cap stocks did poorly, and taking the most recent decade, where U.S. large-cap stocks did well, and combining those two decades together, then what you start to see is a different picture. And now we're looking at, what has the return been over the last 20 years while investing in the S&P 500, for example, U.S. large-cap? Your average annual return was 5.6%. Not too great for a 20-year average annual return in equities in all stocks. That is not Market great. cap weighted, flawed, flawed diversification. It is but flawed diversification. It is diversification. index that we all follow every day on the news. Right, and we all talk about it like it's the market, and it's not the market. It's a piece of the market. You can do much better than having a U.S. only, large cap only, S&P 500 portfolio. You can do much better. Let me give you an example. If you take U.S. large cap value index, which is uh, the index we're referring to here, is fundamentally weighted, so it takes into account dimensions of returns, and instead of being cap weighted, it's fundamentally weighted. If you want Want to learn more about that? Let us know. The average return, 7.8. We're talking wow. over a 20-year period. So these, this is a gigantic difference. I don't have my financial
2: calculator in front of me. That's 2% a year on average
1: better. 2%. 2% a year compounded. You take a million-dollar portfolio, compound 2% over that, over That's a 20-year period. <laughs> a big number. We're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. of return difference. If you had a small-cap diversified down. portfolio, the average way. annual return over the last 20 years was 10 point four, as opposed to a large cap U.S. S&P 500 type portfolio of five point six, literally almost double the performance. Small cap. Average annual return. So that's a compounded. So that means if you started with 500 in each of those, it wouldn't be that one's turned into a million and one turns into two because of the compounding effect. One would have turned into a million and the other one would have turned into three. Wow. It's a big deal. Even if you look at international markets, which right now look terrible, we have advisors at our firm, no names to be mentioned, who are asking in our investment committees, why do we have international, why do we have international? And because it hasn't done well recently, we know it's going to do well eventually, and it's part of not playing the magic wand crystal ball guessing game. Even that index, which has done terrible as of late, has had a 6% rate of return versus the SP of a 5. And I'll not belabor the point. International small caps, 9.9 9 versus 5.6. Emerging markets, which look terrible right now, 7.5 versus 5.6. 5. So wait a minute. Six. Of
2: all six categories in, the, in global markets, the SP 500 has actually done the worst of worst all six. The worst performing over the past 20 years. But the best performing over the last 10. We're going to run out of time, so I think the the punchline is this. What should people be doing now looking forward for the next 10 years or 20 years or 30 years? Like, What do we do with this information? Here's what happens. We don't know what the next 10 months or 10 years or
1: 5 years is going to do. We don't know. The news knows, though, right? The media? Right. The CNBC (laughs) knows. They sit around and talk about it like absolute certainty. It's amazing. (laughs) And I love CNBC. There's great information to get out of CNBC. But uh, they're putting out a lot of opinions, Um, and they're all differing, and it keeps you watching and paying attention. Here's what our opinion is our opinion, based upon data and based upon evidence, not based upon crystal balls and magic wands, says that you have a very high probability of achieving the best performance if you develop a globally diversified, properly diversified portfolio that doesn't waste money on active money management and high turnover and tax inefficiency, but instead focuses on getting broad diversification into the markets so that you can extract the returns that are there, that are available, but you just have to do this the right way. And the beautiful thing about the Financial Detox Team and Intelligence Driven Advisors is we are going to help you put this together, and it's going to create a financial peace of mind that you have never experienced in there's a high likelihood you have never experienced that in your investing lifetime. So we invite you to check us out. It's Financial Detox, and we're the intelligence-driven advisor team. At Financial Detox, you can get us at 877-707-8889. That's 877-707-8889. We'd love to hear from you, hear your questions, comments, and if you would like to take us up on our portfolio challenge. It's $100 in your pocket. If we can't show you a meaningfully, meaningfully better portfolio You get $100 to go spend wherever you want. 877-707-8889 and financialdetox.com. Thanks for listening. As always, I'm Jason Labram, your host, and it is Financial Detox.
0: To learn more about Financial Detox and to get access to today's show notes, transcript, and resources, visit financialdetox.com. Call Jason and the team at Intelligence Driven Advisors. If you're ready for Financial Detox and a better tomorrow, call 877-707-8889. Get answers to your questions. That's 877-707-8889. That's financialdetox.com for podcasts and information. And if you like what you've heard, be sure to hit the subscribe button. That way, you'll be notified about upcoming podcasts. You'll take one more step toward financial peace of mind.
3: This content is provided for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any types of securities. Mr. Labrum and intelligence-driven advisors are not responsible for the consequences of any decisions or actions taken as a result of information provided in this program and do not warrant or guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information provided the information discussed today reflects the views of mr labram and his guests as of the date of the show and are subject to change without notice past performance is no guarantee of future results any forward-looking statements or forecasts are based on assumptions and actual results may vary from any such statements or forecasts no reliance should be placed on any statements or forecasts when making an investment decision accordingly listeners should not rely solely on information Information provided today in making any investment decision. There is a risk of loss investing in securities, including the risk of loss of principal. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will be profitable or suitable for particular investors' financial situation or risk tolerance. Asset allocation and portfolio diversification cannot assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses.